everybody. Welcome to the Morphin Grid. I'm Jake. I am Josh. And today we're watching episode 201, Power Rangers Zio, episode 46, Another Song and Dance. It aired on November 15th, 1996, written by Brett Deborn. He was born, and now he's Deborn. <laughs> <laughs> directed by Rad Dad. Robert Radler. Just Robert just Radler. In case everybody knows everybody the Rad knows, Dad. Everyone knows Rad Bob at this point. The sick half-pipe tricks. <laughs> Probably snowboards. <laughs> I bet he aggressive inlines too. <laughs> if you're new here, what we do is we pause the recording. We go watch an episode of Powers. We come back, we talk about it. We also talk about aggressive inlining a lot. <laughs> I picture him with gray, spiky hair. <laughs> with like, with like. <laughs> and an earring. <laughs> gray hair or gray frosted tips? Gray frosted tips. <laughs> anyway, you can follow along if you've got Netflix or the DVDs, and you should. Look at how much fun we're having. We haven't even watched the episode yet. <laughs> That's right. It's going to be a good time. We're going to watch it now. I've heard, I've heard some things about this episode from some people. From I hope we can just keep that fun train rolling. I'm hoping. We're in the home stretch. We're almost done with Zio. We're guys, Turbo coming. Turbo's next, you guys. <laughs> Those are the two kinds of people in the world. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's Morphin Time. And we're back. We're not doing that. We're the not whole doing time. that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> if we couldn't have the joke and we just restart the episode three times, we're not singing the whole thing. <laughs> Maybe if I was in any way talented in singing or confident, or or let me put this: if I was any in any way not embarrassed by most of my singing voice, then. Uh, Maybe. <laughs> I don't think I have the wherewithal right now. Morphingrid.tumblr.com is our website. So it's heyjakeandjosh.com. I forgot to mention that in the last episode. Whoopsies. That's where the archive is. Seasons one and two. And probably three soon. Who knows? It's coming. It's coming. You guys get it. <laughs> if you want to email us, you can do that at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at morphingrid. We're on Facebook. Facebook.com slash themorphingrid. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on Google Play. Josh, don't read a comic book while we're trying to do a podcast. No, just keep going. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, leave us a rate and review, please and thanks. We appreciate it. And finally, we are on Patreon, patreon.com. So that's Jake and Josh. We have a we have a new patron. We do. So uh, we're gonna say thank you to. Uh, I'm just faking, looking at my phone. Uh, Scout Moosen. Thanks, Scout. That can't be right. It's Scott Mason. It's my it's my <laughs> my sweet baby brother Scoot. I'm gonna call him Scout. Thanks, Scout. I don't know how well that's gonna go over. I mean, he's pretty hes pretty amiable. You might be able to get away with it. Uh, for real, though. Thank you, Scoot. It, yeah, dude. Appreciate like, it. So much. I don't even think he listens to this podcast. I know he listens to World Tour, but I don't, <laughs> I don't think he listens to this. But anyway, we'll get him on that one, too. <laughs> I'll uh, call him Scout again. So because of that, because of, of him and because of Sonny and Matt bumping theirs up a little bit, uh, we hit our next milestone. So we hit the- we hit the $250 mark, which was, if you'll recall, I will write uh, my... I did change it recently. You did, and I saw. It's official so, now. Uh, so thank goodness we don't have to do the yearbook yet. Right. <sighs> Still not I sure. Might, I might bump that up even higher. I wouldn't 
say no. <laughs> anyway, so the idea is I'm going to write uh, my, the, the scripts to the Power Rangers web series, Power Rangers Redux, that I came up with in 2012, and uh, they'll be on Patreon. So if you want to read them, either go to Patreon or leave us a review and then like email us. Be like, hey, that was me. I'll send you, I'll send you a copy. I also have this kind of idea where in between episodes of Power Rangers Redux, we'll like talk about it on Patreon and like kind of workshop it with the patrons if that's a thing anyone's interested in. So like that'll that'll be a thing. No idea on the ETA on that. It'll happen though. Also, uh, it's Texas and the summer and it's so hot. So my AC is going to be running. I don't think it'll affect the podcast at all. It's off right now. It'll be back on in a minute or two. Uh, but just if you hear like a, a quiet hum, that's what it is. I don't want to. We want to add some ambiance now. We're post 200. Right. We're, we're so cool. We're 100 episodes away from iTunes tenure. Then we can do whatever we want. They can't kick us off <laughs> after 300. That's the rules. Is that a real rule? No. I didn't think so. That's a fake joke rule. Uh, so we got some emails. We're going to skip tweets. If you want to see our tweets, go to Twitter and then just like. <laughs> Search our name or whatever. We do have a couple emails. Where to even start? Okay, so uh, here I'm gonna I'm gonna truncate some of these because uh, a couple of them are pretty long. This one's not though. This one's from James. Uh, he's just saying the uh, the alien with, that was with Bulkin Skull came for a day. His name was Triter, and his planet was Horath. Since we missed trailer that. from Hitch, I heard trailer from Hitch both times. <laughs> though I I I was like I thought I heard Horus, <laughs> but that's not a planet. That's a Old man name. <laughs> we got one from Sonny uh, saying uh, that we got his name right, uh, Yasonic. Got the name right. Nailed it. But he goes by Sonny. And I'm saying Sonny. It's spelled S-O-N-Y. So now I want to say Sony, but I don't think that's right because Twitter says Sonny spelled out the way that right. I think it is. So, again, if I'm wrong, let me know. I'm very self-conscious about this now. So many <laughs> letters getting floating around. What um, an awful, awful teacher you would make. I would be the worst. <laughs> The worst. Uh, so he says, uh, I was always just a casual fan of Power Rangers, but randomly stumbling across your podcast while looking for some new ones to listen to while at work two to three months ago was a stroke of luck. Uh, you guys bounce off each other, each other's great personalities unbelievably well, and I appreciate your optimistic goofiness every week. It's impossible to listen to you guys and not be happy or have fun with this dumb show for babies. Uh, P.S. Glad you're enjoying Time Force, Jake. It's the best. It is the best. It's so good. Also, thank you for the email. It was very nice of you to say those things. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what we set out to do was... To, like, celebrate this dumb show. Because, like, it would be real easy to be mean about it. Yeah, it's not hard. Look at everybody. Yeah, and sometimes <laughs> like, sometimes we're mean about it, but, like, we try not to be. And it's out of love, We mostly. do try not to be, but sometimes it deserves it. Sometimes, sometimes you know, you got to <laughs> take a stern, a st- to give a stern look and be like, no. It's just tough love, man. <laughs> you did bad, Power Rangers. <laughs> you did bad this time. Oh, the thrilling conclusion to public friendly number one, Corbin, my man, uh, his... his Bad reboots. This is from Los Luchadores. Did you ever watch this show? I've never heard of it. Okay. I looked up the intro. Okay. Or someone tweeted it at us and I just clicked on it. <laughs> I'm sure that I, I know what it is now because I'm definitely sure that I've seen it. The theme song is Bananas. The whole thing is Bananas. I don't know how this show exists. Is it a cartoon? No, it's a live action. It's live action because Los Luchadores cartoon is coming up. Los Luchadores! Oh, no. She looks familiar to me, but nothing else. Her name is something Valentine. And there's like. That makes sense that that's the only thing I would remember, knowing little me. (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. Everyone, look it up at your leisure. 
Are these wrestling Power Rangers? I don't know. I just saw the intro. The bad guy is a chihuahua who's also like half robot. A chihuahua who's a super smart chihuahua who's in an accident of some sort. It's crazy, right? Sorry. Yeah, it's just she has really high ponytails and that's my weakness. One of your, your buttons. <laughs> I get it. Uh, so here it goes. Los Luchadores in Union City. A chihuahua from a string of famous fast food ads has been put down for biting his abusive director. While the dog is being gassed, a lightning bolt hits him, turning him into the evil genius dog, Welp. Uh, hellbent on taking over the world, his first act is to throw his ex-director into a kibble-making machine and eating the resulting human meat. Ugh. That's gritty. <laughs> it is pretty gritty. <laughs> Uh, literally. Mayor Potts believes the city needs teenagers with attitude to protect their city, realizing that this is highly questionable and probably an abuse of power. He instead settles on sanctioning the masked wrestler Lobo Fuerte as a government-backed vigilante. As such, Lobo can recruit other wrestlers, Turbine and Maria Valentine, as his teenager sidekicks with attitude. Lobo Fuerte? Lobo Fuerte. That translates to strong wolf. Is Fuerte strong? Yeah. My head is fire, but that's Fuego. That's Fuego. 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 (laughs) (laughs) It's probably Fuego. Um, (laughs) Most cringe-inducing moment. Welp kidnaps Maria to be his wife, even though he's a dog. Also, Welp is mostly naked. Is is completely naked for most of the film. (laughs) Uh, Bad moment. A fight scene between a grown man and a three-pound dog, ending with both of them falling over a waterfall to their apparent death. Uh, end credit sequence. While Turbine and Maria are mourning the loss of their mentor, a mysterious figure interrupts them. You are needed, says Ryan Steele of VR Troopers in his trooper form. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, he says, and then at the end, he says, long email, but boredom and writing a Yellow Ranger article inspired me. So that means we're getting a Yellow Ranger article. Yes. Pretty hype about that. We need uh, art, though. We need more art. Oh, Sky sent in a bunch. Did he? Okay, Yes. Good. I don't know if we want to count that all as one or if we want to count it. I'll go through it and see. Okay. I'll let you know, because his are really good, like, mid-article things. Yeah. Uh, they, they or, like, work, I have work. some empty space on this page. I'm going to put some Sky stuff in. Yeah, they're, they're like, real good action poses of Trini. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. Uh, so, did he send that one that he drew on his phone? Yes. Did you see that? I did. That's nuts. He drew it on his phone. He drew it on a phone. I'm picturing with his finger, but maybe he had a stylus. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so, next up, let's do Artly. So the the title is Let's Make a Deal. No deal. No deal. He said, uh, she says, hey, guys. Okay, so I think there's some misconceptions about my dislike of Turbo. Well, I do like some episodes of Turbo, i.e. opening trilogy, Wheels of Fate, Robo Rangers, Song of Confusion, Carlos and the Count, and Chasing Space finale. I think my dislike comes from the fact that Car Ranger was billed as a parody series and wasn't meant to be taken seriously. And another reason I'm a bit harsher on it is because it has to do with the movie. I kind of did like Rocky as the Blue Ranger. 14-year-old me had a bit of a crush on him, so I admit to my bias. Uh, oh, don't worry about that. Blue Ranger Rocky is awesome. He's great. So uh, when they introduced Justin in the movie, I don't think I liked the whole Baby Ranger morphs into a faux teenager concept. Thankfully, the Sentais have warmed me up to the Kid Ranger idea, and I'm over it. Yeah, everyone makes such a big deal out of that, but that's not rare in the Sentai, if I'm no, not mistaken. Um, it happens at least... Twice that I know of, yeah. like season, like a season apart. So there's like Die Ranger skips Cocker Ranger, and they do it again in O Ranger. Yeah, it's like a, it's like their favorite, I guess. <laughs> and then she says some stuff about uh, oh, uh, Sprocket and uh, and uh, Gasket and all that, and 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 his head cannon. Uh, then she sends us a picture of uh, of of Gasket and Archerina in the Sentai's baby, and it's horrifying. Oh, oh no! Yeah, <laughs> no. it's pretty bad. Oh, you sweet baby. Only dreams now. (laughs) (laughs) 
So they made that. They, they made, built. They built that ugly baby. Is I it going to grow? I hope not. I don't know. Only one way to find out. We got to watch our ranger. <laughs> now I'm afraid to know that that's somewhere in there. <laughs> uh, and she talks about how uh, she thinks that the tray tray was like kind of an accident because it was supposed to be Brad Hawkins from VR who played Ryan Steele from VR Troopers because he did the voice and then like. It was on the same time, and then they probably just got Austin St. John back, and they were like, ah, forget everything else. Jason. Right. You know? Um, and and uh, she ends up with saying, uh, so let's get down to the nitty-gritty, and you can hold me to this. When you guys start rewatching Turbo, I will watch along with you guys, because although my memories of Power Rangers are right up there with my vast knowledge of Sailor Moon, I think that there are parts I'm hazy on, so I will watch it again and then judge it. So I think that is fair, hardly. And, t- and to be fair on my end... I know Turbo's real bad, you guys. <laughs> I just, number one, I'm playing it up a little bit. Number two, that jacket episode, though. <laughs> I like how stupid it is. A part of it is like I know that it's a parody, and I know that the Power Rangers season Turbo is not a parody. Yeah. And they have to deal with that, and the way they deal with that is by going, no, we're not going to deal with that. This episode's about evil jackets <laughs> on a Megazord. Put the evil jacket on the Megazord. This episode they get put in a pizza. Put them in a pizza. This episode, some guy tries to brainwash kids using baseball. Baseball it up. Who cares? <laughs> so uh, I love that crazy, dumb stuff. Uh, but I do know that it's, I'm probably going to be mad at it a little bit, too. So don't worry, guys. <laughs> then we got, uh, we got three more. Tom, we're going to save yours for next time. So I lied. We got two more. Uh, we got Danielle's, who says, uh, this is a long email. Let me... Let me truncate it. Okay, so she basically says that um, the reason she likes the, the comic, because we asked if anyone liked the comic to send in why. Uh, she says the reason that she likes comics is she comes from you know, the, the fan fiction side of things, saying that uh, I know it's got some, uh, it's, known, it's more widely known for its more fringe components, and I'll leave it at that, and I think that's a good place to leave it. <laughs> I think you can figure out what we're talking about when we say fr- the, the, the weird side of fan fiction. But the thing she likes about it is that it gives her a different side of Power Rangers than the show did. Because she wanted the show, she just watched the show again. Right. Right. And I get that. And I think, I think that's totally fair. She does, she does like the two major things that it, the comic is dealing with. The two major ideas is like Tommy having some PTSD from being brainwashed by Rita and them not really trusting him. Yeah. Uh, she's like, here's, here's the exchange. This is how... They they got Tommy in there. Jason, you sure you're good? You're good now. You want to join us? Tommy, you're sure? I was evil two minutes ago. Jason, oh, totally. Don't worry about it, bro. Tommy, okay, sure. That was about it. Yeah. That, to be fair, that's about it. It's a dumb show for babies, so I get that. So I get that. I, I get liking that, you know, it, it does those things. And it is, it is, to her point, it is not grim dark. You know, no, it's, it's just angsty. Yeah, it's just real angsty. And I think that's what I don't like about it. Is I yeah. feel like it should, it could be a little lighter. I do like the two thing, those two things that it's trying to explore. But it's right now because because the the Pink Ranger comic has has come out. It's very good. I can't wait to talk about that uh, on the review. But that's like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers colon pink. This one should just be Mighty Morphin Power Rangers colon green. Yeah, because it's all about Tommy. It pretends it's not because like here's what Billy's doing. Here's Billy being a nice guy. <laughs> I realized that while talking to Alan the other day. Billy is like such a like fedora wearing nice guy. It's terrible. He's like, oh, you just like them because they're bad boys. Okay. I'm not tall and handsome like they are. Like he says, as he's towering over, towering Trini over and her, looking like Jason with glasses <laughs> with on. Jason's face. He's blonde. Jason with glasses. <laughs> yeah. So he comes. He does not. Billy does not come off well in the comic. I don't think. 
Um, Trini does. Trini comes off real nice. She's like yeah. Trini, uh, especially in issue three. Like, uh, I don't know why he figured her out and nobody else. <laughs> um, and then reading the pink Ranger one, it makes me mad that there's not the regular ones, not at least more faithful to the characters. Yeah. That's the other thing that I don't like about it is that uh, you could just give them a new coat of paint and call it like superpowered teenagers and you wouldn't know. You wouldn't be like, this is clearly Kimberly because it's not Kimberly. She's just like angsty and stuff all the time. And like, this isn't Zach. This is really not Zach. No. Like, I don't, so that's the thing that I don't like about it yeah. is that it, like they, they missed the characters they being one guy, Kyle Higgins, who's writing it. <laughs> like, he totally, I feel like he totally missed the mark on the characters. We'll see how it goes. It's getting yeah. better every issue. Yeah, so it's like, only three issues yeah. in. Like, who knows what's going to happen after this initial story arc, but it hasn't won me over yet. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm not won over yet. I'm not a comic guy anyway, so I'm kind of hard to win over with a comic book, but... <laughs> it's just a story, what I understand. Yeah. Pink Ranger comics are real good, though. It's very good. I'm excited to read it. It's crazy the things that they incorporate into it that I did not think they were going to do. <laughs> um, Does he write that, too? No. Oh, no. <laughs> so that's uh, Kelly Thompson and uh, Brandon Fletcher. Oh, yeah. His name's not even on here. And they, <laughs> oh, no. They did their research. <laughs> they do some deep dives, Josh. They do some good. Maybe deep they're just, dives. Maybe they're just fans. I hope so. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so thank you, Danielle, for that. Um, if anybody else has any any like similar or different reasons why they like the comic book, let us know. I, you know. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm stop, kind of reading pink stop right now. Stop reading comic books. Put over, you put it too close to me. I can reach it. All right, so we're doing Tom's next time, but we have to do Ross's today. Hoof. Okay. Ross sent us. It's 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 not long, but it's got some meat to it. Okay. This is so good that I'm mad. I read this earlier today and I got mad. This is not how a mystery to me ended. Okay. This is alternate ending to mystery to me that I mentioned on Twitter. So, what if during their fight, Cat had broken off a part of Archerina's face to reveal a patch of skin underneath it, kicking off a plotline for the newly christened Detective Cat? This plotline will culminate in Cat figuring out that uh, figuring out Archerina's true identity, a brain-drained Kimberly Hart. The Archerina armor having pre- prevented her from being freed when the device was destroyed. So destroyed, the brain drain didn't go away because she's trapped in the armor, which is blocking anything coming back in. Right. The foreshadowing. Archerina is pink. Archerina is all about bows. <laughs> the recent information from Trider that the audience already knew, the brain drain is known throughout the galaxy, Tommy wasn't the first victim, and the machine empire has been capturing and converting warriors. The recent subtle hints retroactively presented imply that her programming was breaking. Uh, Archerina, normally ever at Gasket's side, stayed back when he jumped into the ring to confront the Rangers. So if it was if it was uh, Kimberly, like she wouldn't want to fight her friend. So right. like there's conflict there. And Archerina's sudden jealousy directed at Cat. Hmm. Hmm. Obviously, the story went a different direction, but this could have tied easily into Turbo as being Kim's reintroduction to the series in order to. Uh, play her part in the Turbo movie instead of just literally showing up like she does. Which, look, I'm thankful for. I always want to see some Kimberly. Right. But, yeah. How awesome would that have been? That would have been great. See, that's... Power Rangers would have been different. Would they, have had to be different yes. for that to happen. See, and, and that, I feel like, is a real good example of how to make it mature, more mature, without getting gritty and dark and angsty with it. Yeah. You know? It's like... Because, like... If you think back to your childhood, listeners, Josh, anyone? Oh, sure. Think back to the things you liked a lot as a kid, right? 
the things you liked the most, like some of the things that stuck with you the most, were things that you were a little too young for, right? I mean, I can't think of anything right well, now. At the time, but like, but. <laughs> like if it came, you bet. Oh, I like this. I shouldn't have watched this at the time that I watched it. Right. You know, like those kind of things because like it's it's made for someone older, so it's not talking down to you. Yeah. And you and when you're a kid, you don't know things aren't for you. You're like, this is a thing. I'm just gonna watch it. Right. Right. Like if if a reboot of Power Rangers would do stuff like that. Where it's like, here's some ideas explored that are like weirder and different. Like, cause like Zelda is awesome, but Zelda's creepy as heck. Like, my favorite for a while was Majora's Mask until Twilight Princess came along because I just had so much fun with that. But like, was Majora's Mask mostly because of how weird and creepy it was. Yeah. Like, there are some genuinely scary things that happen. Like, every time, the first time you put on the transformation masks, that is frightening. <laughs> oh. You can you can hear Link's pain Screaming. as his bones restructure. Yeah. Like it's also, gross. Those are dead people. You're turning into dead people. What a messed up game. I've right. n- I've only played it a little bit. I've played through maybe two or three times. I've never finished it. I only think I got through like two temples. It's pretty difficult. It's it's especially if you don't know the song of slowed time because then you don't have any time to do anything. Right. Um, anyway, does anybody, does everybody get me? Everyone understand what I'm trying to say? I feel like I'm talking in circles here. But like I feel like that's a way you can make Power Rangers cooler for yeah. people who watched it when you were when you were younger, but not necessarily like kids get out of here. Power Rangers is on, <laughs> you know. I never want that. No. Um, anyway, that's it for today. Uh, Tom's got a pretty great head cannon, but he's like a hundred episodes behind, so he's not hearing this for a while anyway. So we're gonna wait till next week. <laughs> um, so, Josh, are you ready? In the words of the great Co Showstopper Balt, I'm ready to rock. If you're ready to roll. And, and that lo- is going to come around in a few months. In four, in four to six weeks. <laughs> no, way more than that. In like two months? In like five months. Not five months. It can't be that long. In a while, you'll get it. If you also listen to Pokemon World Tour United. Right. If you don't, that's just the thing you said. We start off with Tommy sliding in like he's in risky business. And he starts dancing? I think he starts trying to do... Parts of that scene. I've not seen Risky Business. It's a lot like this. The slide. Yeah, the, I know the, him on the couch on, on with the his couch. legs up. Yeah. I know that's definitely a move from the movie. Um, I wrote in my notes, Tommy took drugs. <laughs> also, can we point out that Tanya is coming down the stairs and sees him doing yeah. this? He's in school. They're, <laughs> they're in the lounge. That There's a lounge in the hallway. It's and, where Adam fell asleep in the Monster yeah, Mash episode. And Tommy is in it dancing. And hoping no one sees him. And he's lip syncing. To this song, whatever it is. To this song. It's not old time rock and roll. Because they couldn't they weren't gonna license it. They were that. not gonna license a song, Josh. <laughs> Come on. So it's not that much like risky business, but they're trying to do risky business. It's a fine song for what it is. It's a it's a it's a Ron Wasserman Ridge. Yeah, I don't remember any of it. So Me either. it's got that Ron Wasserman trademark of <laughs> I don't know what it was. I, I know some of the Power Rangers. He's just ones. on the, he's on his back on the couch kicking his feet, going, Here comes the power. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tanya interrupts him and he gets super embarrassed. She's like, What are you uh he does. what are you doing? He's like, Oh how long have you been there? <laughs> she's she's like, Long enough. What's uh, what's going on? What's going on, Tommy? And he's like, Well, my music teacher in my music class, it's making me sing in front of everybody, and so, I'm nervous. I thought I would practice by lip-syncing like an idiot. Yeah, he does not practice singing at all. <laughs> no. so, Unless we were supposed to believe he was singing that. 
No. But I don't, they didn't play it that way. We'll see that that is not how he sings. (laughs) Buckle up, folks. He asks, he's like, hey, you're a great singer. Remember that that song that she sang that one time? Oh, you know, like you do when you're 17? (laughs) That's not it. That was the band Fish? That wasn't Fish. (laughs) Was it Fish? (laughs) I don't remember. Oh, God. Fisher. It was Fisher. Oh, okay. That's what it was. I knew I was close. Um, no, it, I don't remember. I can't remember her song. The only thing I remember is the, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, uh, and that's, they just played it randomly at the end of another episode? Because they were running real short on time. <laughs> I told you again. <laughs> they played at the end of the Christmas episode. <laughs> what a festive song. Oh, we gotta stick together. That's it. That now was it. Now until forever. Figured it out, guys. Don't yeah. worry. I know you were worried. Don't worry anymore. <laughs> so, so he goes, "Hey, you're good at singing. From that one time, can you give me some voice lessons, or can can you teach me how to sing?" And she goes, "You mean like voice lessons?" And he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> and she's like, "Of course." And then hugs him. Hugs him. He's also all sweaty. He's well. He's just did a lot of dancing. <laughs> and then he got caught, so he's got like just, nerve sweat. <laughs> That's flop, just flop sweat. Everywhere. Oh boy! Huh? Oh, I am embarrassed now. I mean, also, was, when he was dancing, he was just doing karate moves. There was a lot of karate moves. There was a lot of like really bad like footwork that like was kind of like just karate stance switches that he made, tried to make look like. If dancing. you take out all the karate moves, that's how I dance. <laughs> it's not good. It's not pretty. Oh my! Neither is mine. I don't know what to do with my feet. Hips or arms? No, I I slide my feet around a lot, and I just kind of like I I get aerobic <laughs> with it. I just move my upper body. I don't. I just like, jump around. I just get very aerobic because that's I the only that. way I know my how. My feet to, are not glued, but like stuck to the ground. They are water suction, so they can they, slide they around, slide. but they will not come up. <laughs> nope, they are watertight. Sometimes I do the snorkel. Don't do the snorkel when you hold your nose. And you don't just do the like, snorkel. You go under. Quit snorkeling at me. <laughs> Uh, so we got up to the moon. Machine is like, oh, he likes singing, huh? <laughs> oh, what if I make it so all he can do is sing? She says I'll make it so he only can sing and then he can't control his swords anymore. Because of the telepathic link. That's only one. That's only Red Puncher. It's only one sword. Which, like, will, yeah, it will come up later. They did some weird footwork to get, we'll talk about it once we get to the sword fight. Yeah. How weird it is, that how how they I, got there. Oh, I love the sword fight. It's a real good. It was a real good one. Um, so then we cut back to Earth. Bulk Skull and Lieutenant Stone are fishing. Skull hates it. He's Bul- He has his fishing rod. He's upside holding down. it upside down like a first grader holds a crayon. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just stabbing it into the water. <laughs> <laughs> what if we got a fish, though? What if he came I was up? hoping he came up with one, but he, I don't ah, think he ever did. Ah, I got a fish. I killed a fish. <laughs> Bulky just holds it in his face. Slap me with a fish. <laughs> it's from, uh, have you ever seen the lip sync trailers where a guy dubs over and he just, <laughs> yeah, bad liberty? Yeah. That's from the Twilight one. It's amazing. <laughs> that guy has a very specific skill, and then it is reading lips wrong. But in still in words. He does it great. He does it great. Uh, anyway, Lieutenant Stone says that this is not a day off. This is not fun. Lieutenant, uh, Lieutenant Stone, <laughs> I already said that, uh, fishing he's teaches. Not, he's not a lieutenant anymore. He's a detective. He's a detective, but he's still a lieutenant in my heart. He's the <laughs> lieutenant of my heart. Uh, fishing teaches patience and listening. 
Listen to the water. Yeah, so... It will tell you where the fish are. Let's go fishing on your day off. Also, this is technically work now. This is training. I think they're getting paid. <laughs> I hope. Bulk says, thanks for taking us fishing on our day off. And then Detective Stone says, no, you're training. This isn't your day off anymore. Long story short, Buckles gonna fall in the water. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares the middle stuff? Uh, Lieutenant goes over and he's like, oh, you idiots. Good thing I have a secret weapon. Cut to a different part of the moon. Gasket and Archerina are there. Gasket's like a secret weapon, huh? I'm going to use that to kill the Power Rangers. Because he doesn't get that that secret weapon has a second meaning here on Earth. Yeah. That means just a thing that will work. Yeah. <laughs> Not necessarily a right. literal weapon. Cut back to the music room. Is it the music room or is it still that lounge? I couldn't tell. I, I don't remember. What happens? And then maybe I can tell you. <laughs> Tommy and Tanya doing scales? I think they're still in the lounge. There's just a keyboard now. Okay, sure. Maybe we're supposed to believe it's the music room, but I feel like this was in the lounge. Just or, with the keyboard. Or it was in the second library, the non-computer library. Maybe that's just the lounge, too. I don't know. We need, guys, we need a map. <laughs> this is just in the hallway. It's across the bottom of the stairs. There are stairs. That, unless there's, like, an open the stairs are, they're archway. Not, yeah, they're not all the way around the corner, but Tanya is able to come down the stairs and hide behind a wall. Yeah. Um, it's very weird architecture, but now you that I'm thinking about it, it. I can picture it kind of in my head. Maybe I'll draw a map and post it on the Twitter. Yeah, do that. Where it's not around the corner, but it's across from it. So you can see into the lounge from the stairs, but if you're not paying attention, like the you main can't really... staircase, like yeah. the stairs. So you come down and like on the side there is the lounge. That's a weird place for it, but maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why Tommy picked this spot to be an idiot, but here he is. Don't vote for dummy, guys. Good as good as any place to anyway, not vote for dummy. They're doing scales. They are. Tanya can sing, as it's been established. By she has a together. good voice. Yeah. Uh, Tommy. I like to say I can't sing, but I think maybe I'm not so bad. Tommy's Same. awful. Tommy's very bad. He does a very bad job. I, I can't tell. He's very flat. If he's, he's being bad on purpose. I don't. Or no. I don't I don't think Jason David Frank is probably a good singer. I don't think so. I don't think he's a great but singer. He, I think he might also be chewing it up for this. A little bit. Because he's, he's super flat. Super like yeah, he's like do re mi fa. That's you're a little, you're less flat than he is. <laughs> oh, I thought I was doing bad. I mean, I wasn't doing good. It wasn't but good, but it was on purpose bad. <laughs> right. Yeah, he was like real flat, and like and Tanya's like good job, and he's like oh sorry, I'm nervous, and he's like he's got his shirt like crossed over his <laughs> chest, and like he's just still sweating. He's just so sweaty right now. What a nervous boy. What a nervous boy he is. Come back to the moon. This is when Machina's like, oh, if he can't stop singing, he can only, he can't pilot his sword. So we cut back down. They do one more scale. He's a little bit better. He's like, do, re, mi, fa, sol, le, ti. And then he gets blasted with lightning. As, yeah, as soon as he gets to T is where his voice totally falls apart. He can't go that high, but he keeps trying. <laughs> and then they get nailed with lightning and they knocks fall them over. All the way over. The bottom of Tommy's socks are just so dirty from sliding across the, the school <laughs> it's floor. so dirty. Then they pop up and... I also like that he didn't put his shoes back on. He's just still in his socks. He's comfy. He's in school. You're in like school. <laughs> okay, can we talk about that? Taking your shoes off in school seems weird, right? Yeah. Like you shouldn't be... A, like it's no. illegal. 
Like I did it. Are one, we the Are we the only two that like? I've done it before to like scratch my foot because I couldn't get it with my shoe on, and it just feels wrong. It's the same thing at work. Like, yeah. If I had to take my, like, if I had like a rock in my shoe and I had to take, I'm like, I like hide you around the corner. You have to like corner. look around. Yeah. Like, make sure no one sees me. I'm take, sorry. I'm take my foot out. I'm sorry. I'm being disgusting <laughs> right now. And like, I'm I don't have socks on right now. Like I never wear socks or shoes. I'm the opposite. I never don't have socks on unless I'm in the shower or swimming. That's just so <laughs> weird to me. But just different people. At least you don't wear them in the shower. Then, then I'd have to sit you down and no, be like, that, Josh, what happened? That, that's a mental issue, and I yeah. would have to see a professional. Right. <laughs> um, I guess you just like your feet being real hot all the time. <laughs> that's just how I feel. Maybe I, should, maybe I just I don't, I don't know. I don't like them being exposed. I never have. I don't know. I just, I, I feel maybe my feet are just like so hairy. They just retain heat too much. <laughs> I feel like I'm dying if I have socks on and I don't need to. Anyway, it's not about our feet or socks. I'm sorry that now you can Google Morphin Grid feet and get this. Um, <laughs> by the Only way, if you write that in the description, I will not. I don't think Google runs the audio because I, if you listen to <laughs> us on Google Play, you will know, know that there's only what three minutes of an episode. Sometimes, who knows? They okay, so they get zapped, right? And they they pop up, and they're like, "What is going on?" And that like they do that. That's how they sing. It's very operatic. Yeah. It's also in rhyme. Some of it's very stupid bad rhyme. Like like pumpkin rapper bad. Like pumpkin rapper bad. Except pumpkin rapper had a kind of charm about it. Yeah. This is a it's not charmless. It's just it doesn't have the charm to also rhyme. All of the charm is in Tanya's face. She is horrified. She <laughs> is so like just just she looks like she's scared that she can't right. stop saying. Cuz like Tommy's like bewildered yeah he's, he's like Tommy. confused on yeah. why he's not speaking but words tanya's eyes are like bugging out her nostrils are flared she's like why am i singing i want to stop <laughs> i'm not all right i've been done a fright etc etc <laughs> just a whole bunch of ites in a row yeah uh so they're like we need to tell zordon and they rhyme i'm gonna stop saying Wait, we have to go zordon must know <laughs> that might be it actually uh so then we cut to the lake lieutenant Snow whips out the secret weapon it is a uh, lure. It's not it's a, a dumb lure. It's like a. I don't think this lure would work. It's like oh, how do I say this? It's like a double helix DNA strand. Yes, made of worms with a wolf head. With a wolf head. <laughs> <laughs> Skull's like, is that a bug? And then Bulk's like, no, it looks like a worm, and it doesn't look. It looks like two worms. I didn't even see that. It That's like looked, the tail it just part like of it. Looks like a bumpy, gross thing. It. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> it looked a little bit like worm. Maybe I just had worms in my head because he said them. But right. It definitely is just like a wolf head. I just latched onto the wolf head. I was um, like, what is that? <laughs> so then Lieutenant Stone totally chomps our flavor. Hey, Lieutenant Stone, this town ain't big enough for the two of us. You Only know why he did this? Because he knew? You keep calling him a lieutenant. He's a detective now. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to give him his honorifics, all right? He earned <laughs> lieutenanthood. He says this is the... Fishing King 9000. He calls it the Power Master Lure. Uh, what the heck's... What's the monster's name? Because he calls it that. It's like Macanapillar. Macatapillar. Macatapillar. Yeah, he's like, this is the Macatapillar. He's like wheeling, dealing, styling, profiling. I don't know the actual adjectives he used. But then, again, chomps our flavor, goes something... Uh, nine, series 9000. Oh, oh, oh. He oh ho ho. He straight up Tim Taylor's, and that is our thing. Jerome, the Tool Man Stone. <laughs> also, it's Tim Taylor's thing, but it's our thing. It's a- <laughs> All right. Yeah, we do that now. Thank you. 
So stop that in the past. <laughs> I like to think that maybe he knew that two idiots would be doing a podcast someday. And he knew that a running gag would be tool time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Jerome Stone's a smart man. Uh, so we cut to the command center. I wrote JDF, not Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, you know, is doing his thing. Jason David Frank, the man, looks like he's going to throw up. <laughs> Yes. Um, I don't know if he's like nervous or if he's just like so into it or tired from singing or what, but he looks like he's about to puke. They're explaining to Zordon what's happening, and uh, Alpha says that it'll interfere with the telepathic thing. Yep. And Zordon's like, you're right. You'll never be able to do any Zord stuff. <laughs> but like, dude, it's only one, and like, we'll yeah. see later that it's just the one. Like, and kudos to Rocky. For kind of bringing it together and saying, well, with Gasket and Archerina around, you know, this is the worst time to be down Azor. Yeah, we need all the help we can get. Thank you, Rocky. Thanks, Rocky, for bringing this together. Yeah. And just and acknowledging that the other ones still work, but we need all of them because there's more enemies now. And Archerina is a force. Yes. She, <laughs> she shows up later. She just, like, goes to town. <laughs> Speaking of Archerina and Gasket, we cut to them. They think the secret weapon is a real weapon. They're like, give me that secret weapon. Let's use it against the Power Rangers. So we cut to the lake. They hooked a loach. Their their <laughs> line is going. Eventually, they manage to like stop the line from going, but then their boat just gets dragged. Yeah. And um, he does zap the lure. He does? Okay, yeah. I missed that. That so makes it, it, sense. It's, what's dragging them is the monster at right. this point because it's uh, been transformed. Skull jumps out of the boat. He bails. He's, he's like, nope. He's like, nah, thanks. I've been in Angel Grove long enough to know where this is going. I'm out. So eventually the boat stops. Uh, there's an explosion in the water that, like, almost knocks Bulk and Lieutenant out. I don't know if you noticed this, but as the water was exploding, a fish landed in the boat. Did it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I did not notice that. That's crazy. They never bring it up, which is weird that they, that was an they accident. put it in the footage. They, they <laughs> Well, look, they only had the one take. They only had the one explosive, right? Right. I wonder if it's a real fish. I bet it's a real fish. Because they actually exploded that lake. Yeah. I would not, I'm going to have to watch it again and, and check that part out. So then the monster comes up, and it doesn't look anything like the lure. It has the wolf head. It has a skeletal wolf head. It's a Mega Man enemy. It's not a Mega Man boss, because those are all mans. Yeah. But it's like a mid-level big enemy, like the, like the Chesters from Launch Octopus's level. If you've right. watched our Let's Play, you know what a Chester is. YouTube.com slash Josh. It's the big metal eel. It looks like one of those, but with a wolf head. Except it was like a wolf skull. It was a robot. Yeah. So yeah. But like the lure was like a straight up like wolf head. It was like it's like they cut the head off of a Garurumon action figure <laughs> and glued it. Garurumon, if you're unaware, is a wolf. Where Garurumon is a werewolf. And a mega where Garurumon. That's just it goes to it goes is to a, is a man wolf. It goes to metal Garurumon. <laughs> he's a teen to, wolf. He goes back to wolf, but he's a robot now. Oh, okay. He's a robot wolf. Does uh, he have a form where he's Fused with his human? <laughs> no, that's season three. Is Guru Mon? Am I saying that right? Yeah. Is he the one? Is he in season one? Is he yeah. the one that has like a wolf hoodie on? Yeah, that's Gabu Mon. Okay. He turns into Guru Mon. Okay. Now yeah. I'm on board. And he's got he and he's very embarrassed when he takes the the cloak off. He's naked under there. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't like it. <laughs> the monster comes up. Like I said. It doesn't really look like the lure, but it's got a wolfish head, and it's got like, a long body with segments to it. So I guess like that was the point. four or five segments, yeah. which this, will come into play later. Yeah, and it's pretty awesome how it comes into play. Yeah. Let me cut up to Gasket in a, one of those giant, like, not cogfighters, but, like, orbital 
Independence Day machines. Yeah. You know, couple like three years before Independence Day came out. Hmm. Weird. We're on to you. Will Smith. Will Smith and guy who directed it whose name I'm forgetting. I don't know. We don't have time to look it up. We don't have time to look it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> It'll be in the show notes or future Jake will cut in right now. Roland Emmerich. That's who it is. <laughs> that was that was present Jake. <laughs> present Jake thought of that. <laughs> uh, so uh, Gasket levels the city. He's just blowing up every building. He blows up the whole skyline. What? Gasket. What is happening? So I want you to think about this for just a second. And how come no villain has just blown up the city? And it, <laughs> why they always wait for the Power Rangers to show up? Because like. Some weird Yeah, code of Tommy honor. and Tanya are singing, but they can still morph and fight. Yeah. They're just blowing the city up because whatever. <laughs> it's insane. Like also, the f- they have an entire army of cogs. Yeah, they're all flying and around shooting only stuff. Six Power Rangers. They an Alpha who can like zap with his finger sometimes. Only I think the he once. Did that one time. <laughs> uh, he did it with his, the top of his head once. Right. That I remember. He literally blows up the city. Like the city's on fire. And like that's fine. That's nothing. Well, we'll find out why that's fine in a minute. Cut to the power chamber. What was Kat wearing? I wrote it down here. We saw her a little bit uh, a minute ago. She got a pink t-shirt on, black skirt, and a half pony tail. Looks good. Looks real good. They say that Adam is going to reprogram Red Puncher to use Adam's brainwaves. Because, or else they'll never be able to use it. They'll just, too much is going on. They see on the viewing globe all this stuff going on. And Adam should have piloted it from the start. He's the most chill Power he's Ranger. He's the most in control of his emotions yeah. Power Ranger, you'd think. Where's Green Puncher, guys? <laughs> uh, so Jason, He's also the best puncher. He is... Well, maybe not best puncher. Best he's, kicker, for sure. Yeah. Best puncher might go to Jason. Jason's got very good arm control. He does. His, he, his he did 1,025 bench presses. He did, he did 3,025. Was it 3,000? Over the course of one day, yes. Right. The record is like 1,010. <laughs> That's in one sitting. Yes. But he did like 3,000 over the course yeah, of the because he kept having day. a restart. Good Lord. Which is, by the way, guys, insane. Doing the bar, just the bar, like at 10 reps, I'm, I'm out. I'm... Uh, it hurts. It's been a while <laughs> since I've pressed a bench, but I could probably do quite a few. I have some good upper body strength. I'm not doing a thousand. I'm not doing a hundred. No, I'm definitely not doing a thousand. Anyway, I have little pipe cleaner arms though, so I'm not a good barometer for anything. These noodle arms. These noodle arms. I'm gonna fight him with these noodle arms. Oh man, two days till I start Gravity rewatch. Mm. Very excited. Uh, so. Jason says, like, I'm going to get in Pyramidus. I'm going to go fight him. Tommy's like, no, it's that's not enough. Uh, won't do. We'll see how that it would do. They're, they'll defeat you. <laughs> it rhymes. Drop. Everything rhymes. It just rhymes. And it's in, like, couplets. It's like, ba ba. There's no, like, g- cool rhyming scheme to no, it. No, it's just A, B. Yeah. Tommy sings the morph call. Oh, it's great. It uh, is good. He's like, it's morphing time. And then... We do the morphing sequence, but when it gets to Tanya and Tommy, they dub over their voice of them singing Zeo Ranger X color. It's great. They did a pretty good job matching lips. Yeah, they did. Like, they I'm got, very impressed. Yeah, they, they pretty much nailed it. Uh, Adam and Jason are staying behind until, because Jason's staying there for a reason. And, Tom, and Adam's staying behind. Because Tommy said, no, don't. So he was like, I'll just stay. All right, forget <laughs> it. 
so they get they launched the shape Megazord by itself. Like it's already put together we in go, the gun. We, we, yeah, we get a shot like inside the magazine of the yeah <laughs> of the gun, and it's already built. There's like the Defender Wheel, Red Puncher, Super Zeo Megazord. And maybe Zeo Megazord. The regular Zeo Megazord shows up later, so it might yeah. be in there then. I don't. I didn't, I didn't recall seeing it, but I was taking a note. So they launch it. Also, before they morph, Rocky said, watching them blow up the city, he's like, oh no, they're attacking the abandoned warehouse district. Right. And you said, did it used to be just the warehouse district? <laughs> Where did all the warehouses go? Well, they left. They Rent kept, got too high. Rent got too high. Well, I mean, the insurance was through the roof. Is this where the juice bar store used to be? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I haven't gone back to the juice bar store in a no. long time. Uh, so anyway, they, they launch into the fight. Macatapillar is there. or he, They grow Macatapillar, and he's there. And he, I think he started off big. He starts off big. Well, we see him in the lake. Yeah. So he had to grow from there. But yeah, he's huge, and he's got like three or four sections past his head, which is pretty cool. Um, and the fight is kind of weird. Yeah, I can't remember what happens before Red Puncher shows up. Cog fighters are zooming around them, shooting the Megazord. Okay, so that's why he can't really get any good hits in. Yeah, because he's, he's getting he's like swatting them away. Yeah. He's got his dual sabers out. Yeah, he's trying to fight, but he's not. He's outnumbered. He's grossly outnumbered. Yeah. Uh, that, so Adam and Jason see this from the command center. Yeah. Oh no, the cog fighters start attacking the Zord hangar. Yeah. At some point, we cut to Machina, and she's like, "Oh, don't worry. This is a dis- this is like a while back in the in the episode." She's like, "This is stuff that Gask is doing as a distraction for what we're gonna do." Right. Because Sprock, it's like, "No, oh, Gask is trying to one up us again." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Shut up." She also hates Gasket a little bit. She hates him, but she's, she's like, "Oh, he's." You know, oh, what, gasket. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Um, we'll give him this one or you know, whatever. But basically, like, while he's blowing up the city, we're going to go attack where the Power Rangers keep their Zords because we figured that out somehow. Uh, so, yeah, they start shooting the place, and Jason's like, we need to initiate the Zord evacuation procedure, which is just them getting on little conveyor belts, turning into toys, and going down on a plate, <laughs> and just getting tucked under the earth more. Yep. I guess. I'm I'm thinking about it now. Zords cannot teleport, can they? Um, they never have. The only ones that could were the original ones, because they, because like, well, at least at least Kimberly's would would shoot out of the volcano. But maybe that's just how they showed her flying. It maybe. Now I'm thinking about it. I don't know, because I don't think we've ever seen one just teleport to a different location. No, that I, I mean can, that I can recall. I mean, like I assume the original ones did because like one of them had to come through ice, which is not in California. Like the ice caverns. No, it's the northern tip of California. And the jungles. Oh, they're just in Big Bear. They're up on the Big yeah. Bear Mountain. I don't think so. I don't think that's how that works. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, all the Californian jungles and the jungles and the, the volcano d- district. Yeah. And the- <laughs> Oh, right. San Antonio. But and then just. I meant to say San Diego and I didn't. The the inside of the earth where the Tyrannosaurus comes out of. Like- and then there's like the desert. Well, that could be any fault line. Right. So. Plenty of those. Definitely have those over in California. And there's just like a desert. Which is, that's there. (laughs) That's just there. So Adam says, okay, I'm going to get in Red Puncher and go help them. And then Jason says, all right, I'm going to go make sure everything's going according to plan at the Zord hangar. Right. I'm going to go there to, like, stop whatever's happening. So he teleports away. I think at this point, Macatapillar has split into sections. and Not yet. It hasn't yet? No, because Red Puncher comes into the fight. Okay. Gets Macatapillar in a headlock and is punching it in the face. Start punching it in the face. it evens the numbers out a little bit, so they're they have an advantage now. And yeah. then that's when Gasket is like, "All right, Macatapillar, we're Split. not done yet. 
divide and conquer, so he he breaks up into like four different parts. Uh, at least, at least four parts, and then they just like zap. They have like They're lightning just, like, balls. blasting yeah. laser nets. It's crazy. It's pretty awesome. Uh, so then, my favorite part, and the reason I like the Zord fight so much, is because Red Puncher is just lighting up Macatapillar's face. Oh yeah, he's just he's, like going to town. Because Adam him. doesn't mess around, so he's just got, he's just decking him in the yeah, face. Man. It's great. It's awesome. It's ruthless. It's just like <laughs> that's like that's like number one. Red Puncher's built to do this. Number yeah. two, Adam Park is like Wu-Tang Clan. He ain't nothing to mess with. No. <laughs> Jason goes to the hangar. There's a bunch of cogs there. They haven't gotten very far. They're trying to, like, get, I guess, get into where the Megazords are. By a bunch, there's, like, five cogs. There's, like, there's like ten, maybe. There's, like, quite a few in the wide shot. Um, right. Which I I think this is American footage, but it... It looks like it is. It's, like, really high production value, then, <laughs> if it is. Uh, Jason teleports in. And, uh, and he starts to fight them. And then we cut back to the other fight. This is when Macatapillar splits. All that stuff goes down. Um, so then Clank uh, shoots a dancing gun. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. <laughs> but all of a sudden, something happened to where Adam lost the connection with Red Puncher. They got blasted. So the, the Zords took damage, which I think is what disrupted the connection. Probably. But then they just started dancing. At one point... They spin around and do a butt wiggle. And this is all, like, sped up. Super fast. Also, the Shape Megazord is also doing this. Yes. It has no telepathic link. I don't know what happened. It just got hit with a dance ray. It's just I don't like, know. look, you get the music in, you gotta let it out somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Groove is in the heart, man. Groove is in the metal heart, in this case. So then uh, they blow up, and they all get knocked out of their Zords. Uh, they land in, like, a parking lot or whatever. Caterpillar is blasting at them. It's still giant. They're trying to shoot it with their like little laser rifles, but it doesn't really work. Then all of a sudden, Tommy gets like nailed with like six with like this huge, this one huge like Phoenix Raptor of a bolt, <laughs> and it's Archerina being like, "Sorry about it. Yeah, I'm gonna kill you now." Her and Gasket are down there. They start fighting. Yeah, know. they were knocked out of the Megazord. Yeah, I said that. You did okay. I did. I heard you say Caterpillar was blasting them. I did not hear the knocked out of the Megazord part. Just I before I, I don't know where I was. That happens. <laughs> Archerina splits off to go fight Tommy alone. And then Gasket's taking on hmm. Gasket and some cogs are taking on everybody else. And I think this theory her, might have some credence to it. Her arrows just blow up into fire. Yeah. They're great. Archer, I love Ar- Archerina. Archerina's so great. <laughs> Cause she's just cruel. Jason beats up the cogs. He finishes he kills the cogs. And he's yeah. like, I'm gonna get in Pyramidus. I'm gonna go help. So he is on his way to Pyramidus. And we cut to the battlefield, the abandoned warehouse district, and Clank is in that weird orbital thing. Oh, well, suborbital, I guess. Uh, just, like, bringing up one of the Megazords like it's in a, a Close Encounters movie. And it's just, like, floating up by its chest. And Clank's like, oh, yes, now I can scan it and get the weaknesses to the other ones. Because it'll be in here. Yeah, this one knows all that. Here's what the weaknesses to all the Zords everywhere are. Hitting them too much. They yep. hate that. Also, like... Probably the knees. And like a dancing ray. <laughs> that also <laughs> They're put... super weak to that. That beat them. <laughs> it did a number on them. So then, uh, yeah, you pyramid shows they, up. When they fell out of the Zords, Tommy tumbles on the ground and he's like, that's not right. We lost this fight. Yeah. <laughs> he admitted defeat. He did. The dancing ray defeated the Megazords. <laughs> Their leader quit. Jason shows up in Pyramidus. He sees a cup of haters. A cup of haters? He sees a cup of haters <laughs> over here. <laughs> This so is Archerina and Gasket. They're a couple haters. They're a couple haters. 
So he God lightnings them. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, he God lightnings the caterpillar, caterpillar, and that's it for him. And yeah, he's gone, <laughs> one shot dead. Do you uh, remember what was it? Season three when the spirit of the monster floated into the sky and exploded. Was that two or three? That was two. That's my favorite way for a monster to my, die. Uh, that might have been three now that you mentioned it. It was either two or three. Yeah. But yeah, that was pretty awesome. I wish that happened to Caterpillar. He deserved more than just being gone now. Yeah. <laughs> so then uh, we cut to the moon. Machina says that, oh, we just can't build monsters quite like Mondo did. Here's the thing. Machina, you didn't build any monsters. Gasket did. Mm-hmm. Also, he won? He won the fight? He did. With he his did. monster? If, if Jason wouldn't have come through, yeah. then like, so, bye. Well, he got destroyed by Pyramidus, but so would anything. Pyramidus is broke. So, also, <laughs> literally, so did every other monster yeah, that Mondo said. They're sent. right on par with Mondo. Yeah. If not, Macatapillar might be the most effective, the most effective monster so that's far. come up. So then Sprocket's like, oh, I can't wait for him to be back. And Mondo's just like, well, here I am. I'm back now. No fanfare. That's it. No build up. Yeah, Sprocket's no. like, I miss daddy. And he's like, oh, you missed me. Not even like a dramatic reveal. Like, the only drama we get is the gross close-up of sprocket going like ah he's like dad <laughs> it's like it's not even a thing where like it cuts to him like coming out of somewhere or anything he's it, just in the room it's literally like the first half of this conversation is is like an episode where he's gone and then they cut into a, an episode where he's there like it's nothing <laughs> it's so anticlimactic yep it's like, guys, you're so close. You're so close to out of so the episode. anyway, Mondo's back now. Oh, woo. <laughs> Home stretch. Yay. <laughs> Cut back down to the juice bar. Tommy comes in. He got an A on his singing practice. I wrote practice and then I read practice. I didn't mean to say it at the time. <laughs> on his singing project, he got an A because he had a lot of practice from singing 100 times. That's it. Uh, what was Cat wearing part two? She's got like a pink velvet shirt on, a black skirt and like some sandals. Is this a different outfit? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was the same. Oh, no, it's a different outfit. <laughs> it's the same idea, just different clothes. Yeah, it's like definitely like velvet, though. Yeah, it's like velvet. It's like or, a little shiny. Or a velour. Velour? Maybe it's velour. Is velour know. just velvet? It's like a, like, a, like a softer velvet. Not like a softer, but like a... Like a the, the one like single a time... velvet. The one single time I've ever went to a club... To a club, yeah, they they would not let anybody wearing velour in. You like couldn't wear velour to this club. <laughs> oh, why? I don't, I guess House like rules, a, no velour. It was like a gang thing. I don't know. <laughs> Where'd you go to a club in Athol? No, it was like I think it was in Worcester. Oh well, <laughs> Worcester. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Athol doesn't have clubs. There's I, bars. I know. I was <laughs> being facetious. So many bars, like nine bars. There's uh, there aren't any in Ringe, oddly enough. My dad went to Winchenden <laughs> for the bar that he goes to. Anyway, this has been a very specific local report on... <laughs> We've been oddly regional lately. Sorry uh, about that. On the Upper New England area, on, on, the, on the Massachusetts-New Hampshire border. Bulk <laughs> uh, and Skull come in, and everyone's like, what's that smell? And Bulk and Skull walk in, they're like, we've been cleaning fish for days, for a day. For a solid day, we've been cleaning fish. So I guess that fish meant to land in there. I guess. And a lot more did afterwards, and they cleaned a bunch. Sure. Here, here's Just throw some back. You don't have to clean everything you right? catch. Yeah. it's as If it's not dead, toss it back in. Yeah. I mean, they got blown up, so who knows? But <laughs> Right. Um, Skull's like, I hate fish so much that if I ever see another fish in my life, I'm going to throw up on that fish. I hate it. <laughs> so Emily comes up, 
dressed in the most orange. Yeah, she's got like orange. What was Emily wearing? She has an orange shirt and like an orange and white plaid skirt. Orange gingham skirt. Probably uh, orange socks and orange shoes. Right. She's orange like a, earrings. She's like a human creamsicle. She looks like a creamsicle to right now. To be fair, the actress that plays Emily looks darn good in orange. She does. She's working the orange. So, good for her. She comes up and they're like, what are you doing here? She's like, oh, the beach bar is closed today. This time, last time, she just worked here that yeah. day. <laughs> Don't worry about it. So the uh, Bunker Skull are like, hey, now that you're here, you can get us some food. And, they're, and Jason's like, yeah, Emily, give them. She has a plate, a platter yes. with a, a thing on it. Why don't you give them some food? She opens it. It's a fish. It's Ernie's seafood special, but it's just a fish. It's just a fish. With some like romaine lettuce around it. <laughs> and uh, Skull almost throws up on a fish. He was... He did. We freeze-framed before he had before the chance to. But he skull, definitely did. Skull barfed on that fish. So, that's it. It's the end of the episode. It is. I started. You did. I get to go first. The so best go. is the singing? No. I think it's the singing. Not the quality of the singing, right. but the fact that they are just going for it. No, my best is the Zord fight. That Zord fight was very good. <laughs> I'm still going to go Specifically, with... Red Puncher hammering McCaterpillar in the face. Right, just uh, got him in a headlock. Just, just like, bow, 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 bow. Uh, like, if that was a UFC fight, it, the ref would have stopped it. Or it would have ended up being a stoppage, for sure. <laughs> so, the worst is Mondo's reveal. Yeah. Mondo coming back. Just like, zero fanfare, no build-up, no anything. Just like, Mondo again. Here I am. Business as usual. Yep. And the MVP, I'm going to say, is... I'm going to give it to, to, to Nakia Baris. I'm going to give it to my girl, Archerina. Okay. Because she was just on point this episode. She was. Uh, She's making I, me feel real weird. She, look, <laughs> okay, so Zootopia just came out. Have you seen the, the thing for Zootopia? I've seen a trailer for it. Okay, have you seen the stand that we have at, at work on aisle four, on uh, Checkland 14? There's just like one of those like... Yes. Ro- things. There's an antelope. There's like a sexy antelope. <laughs> Right, that I looked at that antelope and I was like, that antelope is going to give the same kids the same feeling that Candy Kong gave me when I was a kid. Or that Archerina is giving me now. <laughs> As an adult. <laughs> As a grown <laughs> man. It's like a sexy robot lady. It's like a they, sexy they, robot lady. They did Thank that on goodness purpose. she's humanoid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if she wasn't, again, we'd have to have a sit down. <laughs> right. Josh, what's it's going like on socks here? in the showers. <laughs> right. <laughs> what's happening? Uh, so, any other final thoughts? No. No, I think we've touched on everything. Me too. So real quick, programming note. This is the only episode this week. Next week's a two-parter. So uh, we got Friday off. Um, go listen to any of our other shows. They're fun. They're a fun time. Yeah. Go check them out. We got GasCast. We got Pokemon World Tour. Pokemon World Tour United. If you just want to hear me and Josh be, by all accounts, If you want to get that very cute rock and roll joke I made earlier when we- episode... 11, 11 comes, comes out. out. You gotta tell you a little wild. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, go check those out or like just enjoy the day off from us, I guess. I don't know. Morphogrid.telber.com is our website. So it's heyjakeandjosh.com. You can email us at lilyitz.morphogrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at morphogrid. Facebook, facebook.com slash the morphogrid. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on Google Play. If you want to leave us a radio review in any of those places, it would be great. And it helps us out a ton. Moves us up the ranks. We feel real great about it. You probably feel real great about it. And we'll read it on the show. Also, we're on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Jake and Josh. If you donate a couple bucks to us, you get some cool stuff. Yep. That's it. That's my next milestone might be four hundred dollars when you're hearing this. I'm not sure yet. Or we'll have a different one in the 
Yeah, I mean, it might be a little while longer because I don't know what we could do for the next one. We'll have to talk about it. We'll talk about it off mic. We can figure something yeah. out. So that's it for today. This went long, so I'm trying to get out of here. Send in Yellow Ranger stuff. Right. We haven't said that in a little while. Good call. Send in art if you want us to make art, too. I want to make art. I don't, I don't think anyone will call it art except for Shannon. <laughs> we'll print it out hanging on her fridge. Put it on her fridge. <laughs> uh, but uh, I want to I do it, and the only way that's going to happen... The only way I'm going to embarrass myself via art is if you guys send in, I think we need two more. Okay. One or two more. We'll figure out how many skies counts as. Right. <laughs> and then we'll let you know next time. But uh, articles, lists, lists are real good. Those do not count toward the art goal because I want more art. Yes. As much art as possible. I love the articles. Don't get me wrong. They are awesome. Every they article are. is great. But I want to break them up with some art. Right. If you have any, uh, I don't know, fan fiction Anything. And also, everyone can do this. Who's your favorite Yellow Ranger? Yeah, do we have any of those yet? We have a couple. We have okay. a few. I want a ton. By which I mean, like, maybe three. <laughs> so, guys, Shimona. I only had one page of favorite pinks, and it was very disappointing. Disgusting. <laughs> everyone set it in. Just, like, super short, 200 words or less. Who's your favorite pink and why? That, or favorite yellow. Yellow and why. Don't send pink. Pink is done. It would done. I'll throw. I'll send it back. <laughs> like, hey, you, what do you want me to do with this? Just quote it and at them in your comment. <laughs> uh, anyway, thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next week with Ranger of Two World, Rangers of Two Worlds, Part One. Part One. Oh, it's a weirdo. It's a weirdo it from is, what I remember. Yeah, guys. the next couple episodes are awkward. Yep. <laughs> but until then, may, may the, the power protect you. you. This was on me the whole time. Is that a new shirt? Yeah, I bought it today. <laughs>